man. How you doing? Good. We're back. Right, we're, we're we're back. Episode two. Yep. Um, I'm excited, man. How you feeling? You're it's, we're week five here. Week five, really? Already? Week five wow. of semester uh, two. Of sophomore year, yeah. Semester. That's crazy. It's moving quick, but it's moving quick in a good way, I think. I feel comfortable being here, you know. It's nice to be back. Dude, but it's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah know, it's, it's weird. I, I feel way more comfortable here. When I hear about the Rome students yeah. that are there right now, it's like weird. It makes me... It kind of freaks me out. freaks me out. I don't know. I can't describe how it makes me feel, but yeah. it seems like you have a similar... Well, I can, I can tell you. It, it's like <laughs> now that we're kind of a little bit more grounded, we're getting back into you know whatever we're grinding, whether it's school, sports, um, whatever we're really focusing on. Yeah. In Rome, we had so many different interests, and we kind of just flew around and did whatever we wanted to, yeah. it felt like, for a while. I mean, we were, we were in control. You know, we were... You know, more or less responsible. <laughs> it but wasn't really. It wasn't really schools. There was no, there was no structure, and that's what let us grow and develop like we did. But now, when I think about that kind of a little bit of chaos, it's not that's sustainable. What kind of freaks me that's out. the thing. It's yeah, not it didn't feel sustainable. By the end, I was which like, is fine. Well, that's you know, why we we're. That's home. why we're only there for three, four months. Yeah, I mean, it's because it's not. sustainable. If I was there the whole year, man, I mean, well, I can't. I'm a baseball player. I mean, that that doesn't fly for me. But but in a you know in a in a hypothetical sense. Yeah, in a parallel universe, man. I mean. Even and then, it'd be like, crazy. like, remember that Logan, that girl we met? She's yeah, like, exactly. She's from um, Hawaii or whatever, and yeah. she's there for a year. They go home. Yeah, full year. They go back. Going um, back, I think. I mean, damn. Going back would screw me up. A Imagine bit, doing you know? it. So just, get, it's like it would be. Yeah. Another day, another dollar. You I know. go to Logan again, and you meet with everyone. I know. And then, um, oh my god. The pro- I mean, the problem is you'd have to pick up the towels off the floor in the hallway a second time. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I wonder if that. that hallway in uh, in the place we lived, uh, the Valino. I wonder if it's a mess. I could ask some people. Yeah, I don't can know. you get a picture of it? I'll I'll do my best. I bet it's I pristine because I know there's some. I think there's more girls living on. That I think floor, there's right? girls living on that floor, which last year was all of us dudes, and you know we. It was just the dudes. We had a wing. Yeah, we, <laughs> we had a abused wing. it. Yeah, we <laughs> had a wing. That was a, we should have named it something wing. It's the um, the Borghese <laughs> wing. Yep, Borghese <laughs> wing. So okay, well, I mean I don't know. Give me a big difference, like coming back. What's what's the biggest? I mean, give me something specific. It's gonna sound weird. Uh, actually, probably won't sound weird, but it's the downtime, and it's. I mean, it's probably due to the fact that I have a single room, um, which is which is honestly a luxury, but the downtime mm-hmm. feels so much more significant. I was talking about it at lunch with one of my teammates, and uh, I was saying that, like in the fall, you know, I wouldn't have the opportunity to be like, all right, well, I can kind of plan out my day. I practice at three, so I should probably go to Tay's around like 12.30 or 1, you know, make sure I get a meal in and like make sure I'm good. But in the fall, it would be like, nope, you have 15 minutes before you have to get on a bus, go across halfway, you know, at half of the city. or 7 a.m. Yeah, I know. So some, some crazy time constraints, some crazy travel. And then it's like, oh, Friday, you just want to stay in with your friends? No, dude, you're going to Greece. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like just crazy things like that. And it all just kind of flew around. And Why did it seem like we still had wild. free? Like, I don't know, because I still don't think that when I'm here. Yeah. I don't think I have a lot of free time. I'm always really? like, huh? I get, I sit down for like 20 minutes. I do homework for like another 30. I'm like, I already have to go to the next thing. Maybe it's like. It's like what? Yeah. And I it's mean, like a two minute, I drive everywhere on campus. I'm a loser. Yeah. I don't have a car. <laughs> yeah. But you don't. That's I mean, a little We live on this tiny campus. Yeah. It's nice place. to have it to leave. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this weekend I'm going to New Hampshire. I don't have to worry about. Right. You know, my dad coming right, up right. and bringing my, like... You don't have to worry about getting on a, uh, a plane the size a, of a, p- yeah. a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. And sitting on the propeller as you Dude, go across the Adriatic Sea. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I mean, that is a pretty big difference I've noticed. Um, yeah, well, uh, yeah I want to think of... Um, and then it's like, I think... Another one. 
when I think back to the social scene is just so much different. We were like a big family over there. Oh, We'd yeah. Like, hey, you guys yeah. want to watch a movie tonight? Like, whatever. Right. And now it's right. like, you know, I've run into like six different people I know on the way to class. And it's just kind of like a strange feeling because in the fall, yeah. it was only us. Everyone else was a foreigner. How do you feel about that? Because me and you, you are know, different awesome. in the way where like, I, you know, I love talking to like anyone and everyone. You know what, dude? You, you can be like a little more reserved. I'm a little bit more times. introverted, I would say, on yeah. balance. But I think it's actually made me probably... I don't know. There's been like a weird disparity. Sometimes I feel like really social and stuff. And I remember Rome. Other times I'm just like locked in. I don't really care. But right. you know what is one thing that I do miss is meeting all sorts of random people. You know, mm. we would go out and we would see whatever we want to see. And then we would run into a dude from like Egypt or something. Yeah. And he would have a lot to say. And, you know, he could teach us one or two things. And then we'd yeah, run into yeah, someone yeah. from, I don't know, Belgium or wherever wherever these people were coming from. Because, I mean, Rome is, in my opinion, the greatest city in the world. But it's also one of the biggest. Hella diverse. Very Hella diverse. visitors from everywhere. I, maybe that's what it is. Maybe just the diversity in, I mean, like the diversity in like just people's lives. You know, where people are from. Like, that was a very interesting thing to, to work with. It's a funny story. So in Amsterdam, I met these really cool kids. Um, you just remind me of this. And there's like these new notes on your DMs. And it's really confusing. I hate these notes. It's like you can leave a note, I guess, on your really? DM. You see this? You can leave a note. If you, if you have Instagram, you open Instagram, swipe to the right, and then you can like post a note. And I thought that was like people talking to me. Because I'm like not, I wasn't really focused. That's I'm so on Instagram, weird. whatever. Yeah. So I'm, this, this, like, this dude drops this note. Oh, I don't think I can see it. it. It disappeared. But it said like something in Spanish, and I said, "Writing?" Question mark. It was like conjugated writing. It was like "scribe amo." <laughs> or scribe, oh, oh, oh. Scribe, I don't even know. You know that scribe. To like to write. To write. Scribe yeah. here. Scribe here. Scribe Which language? Espanol. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not scribe. That's no, like yeah. Half, no, because there's no a at the end. There's no e at the end. It's like the verbs. Oh, it's are just scribe. You're right. You're right. Wow, damn. Linguistics. But, but whatever, whatever. I, I'm failing Italian, so don't. let's not talk about that. <laughs> uh, and I just said, what's good, bro? How you doing? This dude I met in Amsterdam, he like, spoke English. He was a really cool guy. He was from, from Spain. Yeah. Um, but like, it's cool because you can still kind of be in touch with these people. Too. Yeah, no, of course. That kid, Pablo, good kid. Yeah. I know. I miss the pizza, man. But that's another story. I'm yeah, making my own, though, so it's, it's all you good. You are, you are. Um, um, yeah, we're man. Still co- I mean, yeah, we're... We're now we're fully back. Now we're like you're right. We're fully back. I'm in the trenches, man. We're I'm, back. I'm, I'm we're entrenched to... in Worcester, Mass. You know. No, but I'm I'm entrenched in like just my day to day. I feel like I'm trying to, right? I guess I, I think I'm trying I'm trying to like keep my head out of water, and I'm doing it. But like Fair if enough. you if you take like three days off, just sink right to the bottom. I know. You can't. You can't. Can't take. You just have to just. That's an interesting. You don't have to way be to crazy, but you can't take. Just like, ah, oh, this week is not going to be my week. It's like, no, you can't fold. do that. Well, because now, I mean, now that we've gone through, I mean, remember back in Rome, we would say like, you know, all right, we got 12 weeks at the beginning. And it's like, all right, we got six weeks left. And like, yeah, we, had 13, we always had a little 13. bit of, or a, a, yeah, 13 weeks. That's right. Mm-hmm. We always had kind of a little bit of a timer in our heads. And now I think, I mean, it just comes with the fact that you're older, you know, not everything's so novel. But there is no timer. Any, there's no timer anymore. There was a timer last semester. There's right. no timer. Okay, true. Right? But I, mean, I, I think about it a little bit. I mean, I look at it from a different lens, obviously, as an athlete. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, like, concrete things okay, that I, like I need to do. Two years. But, you're, but you're, the timeline's now increased to, like, two years instead of, like, three months. Oh, oh understood. You know understood. what I mean? Like, for school, for me, yeah, it'd be yeah, graduation, yeah. like, essentially. And right. for you, it'd be, like, maybe your junior year, senior year of baseball because that's a maybe, that's a big know, time. Maybe that's, yeah. in, like, a 
important year. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Let's, no, that makes sense. Let's like how you how you doing, man? Besides that, we haven't even talked. Good. I mean, yeah, Get it's back. just it's been busy. I mean, ball's been really good. Yep. You know, just keeping on a good path into the season. Next week we go to North Carolina. Um, that Thursday, play a couple games against some really good teams, some okay. nationally ranked teams. Um, and then for spring break, we're spending the whole, I think we were there for nine days, um, down in Florida, going up and down Florida, wow, playing a bunch so of fire. different teams. Um, what do these games mean? What are they going to say about your team if you win or lose them? Um, on balance, the like teams from Florida. Well, if you do well. Uh, it'll, it'll speak a lot. I mean, yeah, it'll yeah, mean okay. that we're really good. Um, last year we struggled at times, but, I mean, we still rattled off a couple. Decent amount of regional wins down in Florida, um, if my memory is right. I don't Are those know. teams better, do you think, than up north? Or? Um, it More or less, it just means that they're more – they're already hot, like they've already been playing. Obviously, the weather's better. Oh, because so they, the they, yeah, they got the whole year. They have that advantage, but, you know, we'll get down there and they've already played, you know, for two weeks straight, and that's some of our first games. So, I mean, it's just a test. Okay, it's kind of like – Especially for freshmen or younger players, it's kind of like getting thrown in the deep water and just like, all right, now we got to get moving. You know, now we have to start swimming mm. as a team. Mm. Um, and so it's going to be difficult at first, but then you kind of get into that groove. Plus, the weather is great. You're playing baseball. It's the first games of the season, so it's always a good experience. Um, right. But it's it's real deal competition right right out of the gate. And so, you know, that's what these past few weeks have been for. And it seems like they've flown by, but it's just about locking in um, any kind of changes you need to make to the way you play the game drill yeah. those down um just being a good mindset good headspace um and then move right into the season and because it gets real you know pretty quick but dude yeah it's the most that's exciting so thing. that's so hype man it's awesome media day's done you're yes, really in, you're really getting into it this is awesome absolutely it's a good feeling i'm excited for you guys i think it's gonna be a good year appreciate it man. i mean regardless of uh but yeah regardless of how it starts like even if you guys get worked i think it's baseball's a it takes time Baseballs, and it's not like you've yeah. got the same team every year. Oh, I know. You don't. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You, I mean, think about who you lost. You lost some important guys. Um, yeah. No, it's so gonna be, people are going to step up. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good year, man. Um, so, yeah, let's get into, like, uh, let's get into some, some kind of academic aspects. of some like thoughts what, and ideas. Yeah, for sure. So now we're back. So a big problem we had with last semester were the, the courses. Uh, yeah, it was a challenge, yeah. Yeah, so I think that, you know, uh, the courses we were taking, we didn't – love them we weren't necessarily interested in the specific topics they were addressing sure and at the same time they were kind of not that hard but they took a lot of time so like all of those things combining together made the academic side of things not like our favorite but it was it, but it's still there's still something to be said for it that it was super fun and super cool like Absolutely, besides yeah. that thing that i'm talking about that we didn't like that we yeah, have yeah, here yeah. that we definitely have when we're on campus um at least i have and I think if you want to explain your situation, you, you believe we have you have that too, like a solid um, coursework and a professor who's intrigued and a topic you're intrigued into. Absolutely, man. Um, sorry, I dropped my phone, of course. Sorry. Um, no, I think that coming back, it well, I think while we were there, um, you know, even among our complaints that we had, might have had about the coursework and, and the way that, um, coursework was approached over in Rome. We knew it was like a thing to look forward to that when we would get back, we knew we had excellent professors here at Assumption. You know, that would challenge us. Um, we could talk at length about whatever we wanted to, any ideas, they would hear us out. Um, the courses would be challenging and demanding, but engaging and intriguing, you know. Not to sound like a syllabus myself, but like, you know, that, that was the truth. We knew that, we've experienced it. And so that was something yeah. we had been looking forward to. And now that we're back, we have faith like, that. 
it would exactly. restore itself. Exactly. Yeah. And we had faith in the college that we've committed to and, you know, uh, you know, yeah, hate to totally. get on the money, but like we pay to be here, you know, yeah, yeah. like it's an important thing. And so, um, no, I'm, I'm very satisfied with the way my courses have been moving forward for the past few weeks. Um, in part due to you think um, the, the work, the assignments, the, the reading assignments, if not reading the uh, group work, in-class work or the professor, do you think? I mean, which thing really sticks out to you that like uh, Without a doubt, the professor and then right below that, um, okay. the kind of professor reading. Professor number one. The kind of reading the, we're doing. The content that's Absolutely. being taught. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so right now I'm Very taking, nice. uh, let's see, top to bottom, I'm taking social psychology, a theology class. Um, I'm taking a philosophy class that the two of us are in. Um, and then an Italian class that we're also taking. Um, and then on the other days, Tuesday and Thursday, I have a political philosophy class. Um, so top to bottom, no, it's a, it's a good slate of coursework. Um, I don't feel like bogged down. I know a lot of students feel extremely stressed out. I think that's mm. something that we touched on the last episode. Yeah. Um, but. Oh yeah, last that last episode, I think we touched on people being bogged down. Yeah, which, no, it's been a little bit, but yeah, I, I mean, do remember I, talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that we kind of were under this idea that we're talking about right now that we're gonna come back and like it would be restored, yeah. like we'd be yeah. fine. So we weren't really stressed. Stressing. I kind of was. I mean, I wanted to get all A's there. Yeah. Um, so, like, it was kind of stressful. I'm not going to act like there was no stress, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understood. Uh, we, yeah. T- we touched on that. How, so, you, you have theology. Do you have it with Ty Monroe, Professor Monroe? No, I have it oh, uh, okay. with a different professor now. Okay, I asked because, no, he's a really cool guy. I just met him yesterday. He's my intra circle leader. Actually, let me tell a quick story. For sure. Sidebar here. Um, so, Professor Monroe is my intra circle leader. I actually thought he was, like really old for some reason <laughs> I don't know why he's like not old at all it's a really young guy and he said like oh I'm Professor Monroe and I'm like oh how's it going I'm gay and I was like what <laughs> my dad knew him he told me about him yeah uh he's got like some sick tattoos I actually saw too like really he seems like a really cool dude <laughs> um his son's going to Assumption next year and he was with us cool. but the intro circle was just me and this other girl oh okay so it was just me and this other girl and I was like and I picked this one because it was kind of the only one that fit in my schedule and I knew Tom Monroe was cool Gotcha. I heard he was cool. So like, I, I did hear that. Too, I was like, yeah. just let's just do this. Um, I'm hitting the table. It's gonna make noise. Um, I was like, here we go. Let's do this one. Uh, and then we carpooled there. Uh, so I did. The list came out. There was like 11 people. So I don't know why two. Only... Oh wait, is Intro Circle the thing? Um, oh, I'm for... sorry. Yeah. No, I just I just forgot. No, I think no, you told no, me earlier. Dude, you shouldn't know this unless you're in the LOC, and it's kind of annoying. LOC, that's we, right. That's right. We have to do. Uh, if you live in the LOC, you must go to an Intro Circle. It's like a two-hour meeting, and it's like four or five. I think some of them are four to six times a semester, so it's like a good amount of time. And I could but, be I mean, totally. It's, it's compensated with the nicest place to live. So. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the whole. There's living, living yeah. and learning centers are on different campuses too. I think. Yeah, I think so. Is what, and it's kind of the the culture of it, which is you know cool. And this one was actually cool because it's off campus. For example, there's some board. There's like a board game one. There's a movie one with um, a cool professor, which I heard was fun. There's. Um, like some, I think some discussion ones. There's probably some. There's a cooking one, a cool. vegetarian, a vegan cooking one, which really? you would really like. I wow. think that's really cool. Um, so a bunch of different stuff. Uh, it's actually probably a good program now that I think about it. So you guys and like then, meet up and talk and yeah. So this okay. one, well, this one was mine. is called Mustard Seed. It's this place off of campus. It's down the street. It's about like ten minutes away, um, and it's not in the nicest area of Worcester. It's in, it's a Catholic house for uh, homeless people to come and they feed them like. They just they have a kitchen and a dining room and they basically just serve meals to homeless people for a few like two hours. Cool. Like open from this time to this time. Yeah. And I didn't even know what I was signing up for to be honest. I yeah, didn't no know kidding. this is yeah. was what it was. But 
uh, you know, nevertheless, I signed up and I get there and we're just doing like normal work, kind of like, um, I was a server, so I was serving these people. It was actually cool. I spoke Spanish to some guy. He didn't speak English. Really? I, he needed pants. So like there's a, a clothing drive downstairs. Sure, so they sure, have a sure. bunch of clothes. So I found pants for this guy. They were triple XL. Like they're not going to fit him. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, well, he's like, thank you, thank you. I was like, no. Do mucho grande. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, that does it. He was like, what? And then he checks the tag. He's like, no, no. I was like, all right, dude. It that's was cool. Funny. So then uh, I didn't get him pants, which was too bad. But I'm digressing. So we're, we're serving these people. And, you know, um, I see, like, there's, like, kind of a dispute between some people over on the right side of the room. And then, like, someone's yelling at someone. Another person's yelling. And then, like, this um, this woman, like, I see her, like, in, like, a throwing motion. I'm like, whoa, whoa. And there's an object in her hand. At a closer look, it was a full Cholula glass bottle. <laughs> like a big one, not yeah. the small one. Yeah, like yeah. the big boy. All right? Boom! Spikes it wall. Like, I don't even think it broke. But I think she was, like, upset with someone. Wow. And they were, like, beefing. And then she Damn. just, you know. Dude, don't waste a Cholula like yeah. that, brother. And on the way, Professor Monroe was like, uh, you know, and if you get uncomfortable or anything, kind of like separate yourself from the situation, or sure, uh, there could be some people. That and you went right disputes. in and just started throwing punches, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, okay. no, but I was like, oh, okay, so there's not going to be anything crazy because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, he he said it might happen. I mean, yeah. it's not happening today. Right, right, right. So that was cool. That was. That's but, actually. But funny. at the end of the day, it's a good thing. Like this interesting. No, that's thing. excellent. That is. Excellent. I kind of was annoyed because it's two hours and. And that's. That, I bet know, that's something that uh, people here at Assumption have know nothing about. Yeah, you know? but they, but Not unless you lived in the LLC, you wouldn't really want to know anything about it, because you don't want, I wouldn't do it, I mean, I wouldn't do it if they didn't make me do it. Fair enough. It is a good cause, though. I mean, that's that's a cool yeah. thing. Yeah, oh, no, dude, yeah, totally. You, everyone should do stuff like that. I just, personally, like, I wouldn't get over there. Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I wish, like, maybe, I don't know. With some more experience, maybe, I don't know. That's funny though. No, that, that, that's good stuff. Though. Like my like my roommate, like Nate. Nate's doing that stuff always. Oh he's yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. I gotta, He's like, I'm, I'm helping. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm working at this uh, this prom night for um, kids with Down syndrome. I'm like, like dude, you're awesome. Oh what? yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Could, you know what? Good job. Yeah. No, I was gonna. I was like, cause we're driving up to New Hampshire this weekend. That's right. Uh, we're gonna ski, and I was like, yo, Nate, let, let's like, like, let's go up, kind of whatever. Me, him, and Nick are gonna we're gonna go up and our, our Lo and her friend, and um, Nate's like, dude, I'm busy like till late. I'm like, dude, come on. And he's like, dude, I'm I'm going to help out like Down syndrome kids, I'm giving yeah. them a prom. And I'm like, just walked out of his room. I was like, dude, I, I'm a, <laughs> let me go. I'm ski an room. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but anyways, stuff like that. It's good to do, but it's for hard sure. to it's hard to think. And it kind of reminds us of like, yeah, of the good things that we have here at school for sure. Um. But no, like like we were saying earlier, um, I find my classes now like I don't I don't take it for granted, you know. Um, yeah, I go every day, you know. I don't skip like all that kind of thing because I real I'm I have a greater appreciation for how much it actually means. Mm -hmm. And you know, like I said before, we're paying for it, but that means that we get something great out of it. And, right. and if we if we want to, you know, mm -hmm. if we put the work in and, and we decide to. Um, so, an interesting point that um, one of my professors, Professor Dobsky, um Great guy, fantastic class. Really enjoy it. Really thought provoking, engaging. Um, yeah. You know, really, really yeah, energetic. Yeah. I think that's the quality of, of of a class that people kind of forget about. You know, um, it depends who you are and what kind of student you are. But I think people fail to realize often that like 
a class with some energy, a professor who kind of like yells at you and gets you going. Yeah. Um, that's better than just like a three hour lecture where like it's you're better than no energy. You know, I mean, man, at people least forget. it's like uh, at yeah. least it's life. You know what I mean? Yeah, we get some life. I mean, it doesn't even matter if you don't want to talk about what we're talking about. The subject matter itself, like if you're not interested, well, actually, okay. But the energy brings it. I, I'm saying it, it I'm saying at least it's life. Like it's bad. It's not bad though. I mean, no, okay, yeah. so I don't have experience in this class. I feel like sure. I probably shouldn't speak much about it, but you can imagine, what you're sure. saying is like, it seems like he gets very involved and he cares about like students participating in the work that he's giving. Absolutely. Right? So if he raises his voice, do you think it could be interpreted in a way that's negative when it's not even negative? Absolutely. I mean, I've heard people say that like... And I have no experience with this professor. To be fair. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, being fair. no problem. No, I, I mean, I've heard people be like, you know, they... People a lot of the time interpret that as like, oh, he's yelling at us. He doesn't like us, and it's like, right? No, I mean, no, not yeah. necessarily. <laughs> you just gotta. It's just part of the situation and part of the classroom experience. But um, no, he gave us this excellent piece of advice the other day, and we're sitting in class, and yeah. you oh, know, yeah. me and a few other students show up a little bit earlier and whatever. And he's um, he's asking about like our majors, just you know, just. Um, is this before, uh, what, what time does the class start and is it before? Like 2 o'clock, yes, yeah, so this is like one forty-five or whatever, I got there a little bit early, so Oh, word We're just kind of talking before class, um, yeah. just to kill time, and he's he's asking about our majors And um, as of right now, I'm still undeclared, um, leaning towards philosophy, maybe political science um, Nice And he actually brought up, he's like, you know, what are you going to major in? I'm like, I don't know And I'm leaning towards philosophy, he's like, not political science, political science I mean, listen, he's a political science teacher, but, you know, he'll give you the whole rundown and why he thinks yes. everyone should study it um, and we can That's get into so that. That's so cool. I have actually an awesome story for this after. Continue, though. For sure, Continue. for sure. And we can get into why he thinks everyone should study politics a little bit after. I think that's also Professor an important Dobsky, thing that we should so, talk about. Yeah, I don't know much about Professor Dobsky. I know that he knows yeah. that this choosing a major thing yeah. is like, this. it's problematic or there's not enough it help or there's not be, enough yeah. like personal thought that people put into it. I, I think I, I personally believe say, that's yeah, a, yeah. that's a, a aspect of it. And I, I think he has that opinion too. Because he, and, and I'll say now why I think that. I, last year, <coughs> it was actually, I met like, Ashley, this is really funny. I sure. met Matt Plum the night I'm about to recall this story and he has nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, he was yeah. sitting at the table. That's funny. <laughs> really funny. That's when I thought this kid was a loser. <laughs> I'm just oh yeah. Just kidding, I love you, Matt. Um, so I get to this honors dinner and I know no one. Oh, are you? Yeah. Because I don't. Remember you told you me weren't this. there. No, I had a game or something. I didn't know Matt and I barely knew Ashley. Professor Dobsky was sitting at this table. Two upperclassmen. Um, one, of course I forget this kid's name. He's a really tall. He runs track. Um, I don't know. He's in our philosophy class, individual community. So oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they were talking to him and, and he... Asked Ashley, Matt, and me about our majors because like he knew these other two students, but he didn't know sure. us, and that's how he like started the conversation. Kind of first he asked us what we liked, I think, some, or what we were doing and how everything was going, and then he asked about the major, and he was kind of challenging us. Like he wasn't just being oh nice and like shaking his head and like yeah. what do you wanna, what's so your job want to be? It's yeah, like, Dude, yeah. What? So he so he was kind of like okay why? And then. Personally, for me, I was like, I'm a finance major, and, and at the time, I was a finance major. Sure. And he was like, Why? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. And he was like, Do you like finance? I'm like, No, I, I actually kind of dislike finance right now. Yeah. Like the the um, content that I was studying about finance, I didn't like that much. And he was like, What do you like? I was like, Well, I enjoy my philosophy courses. They're fun. Uh, the work isn't 
annoying. I don't hate the work, whatever. And he's like, okay. I mean, you should just... And he just encouraged me to major what I liked. Major I was just gonna, I liked. I was and just going to say that. That's so a, I think it's a, it's really cool that he... Um, yeah, he gave us similar advice. He told out. us... Um, to you guys. And, and it, it shows that... So back to what I was saying, it shows that it's consistent with like his mission of trying to help people with the Absolutely. major thing. That's fire. Um, and uh, he said that... Um, yeah, no, yeah, he was talking about majors, and he said, you can't pick a major for an unknowable future career. We right. still do not know right. what we're going to do for careers. We don't know what our jobs are going to be. Um, you know, Some pe- A lot of people seem to know. A lot of people, I think, seem to think that they know. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, n- not at all. I'm not downplaying that. Just because I don't know, it doesn't mean that. Like, yeah. I mean, my goal, and it always has been, is to take baseball as far as it will take me. So, so that you, is a consistent... Well, then you kind of participate in a similar act because you have a you think you know and you might not know but like it's it's okay because that idea of you thinking you know and not knowing gives you this drive to yeah to make it almost the only option i would compare it almost like there's like a there's like the uh the god and the devil in it in the situation right so there's like the the maximum you can get out of that ignorance which is an mlb player right and then there's the the um the, the kind of like worse idea, which is like, I'm going to be a, this exact type of doctor because I looked up the salary in eighth grade. Right. So maybe there's like a, there's a good side to it. I was just going to say, yeah, no, that's so true. Um, and that's actually really insightful. Um, I, I would compare what I want to do to like, okay, I am going to law school. I'm going to study my balls off and I'm going to be a lawyer or I'm going to med school. Like these are like pre, like there are paths that you can follow. But I think what he's talking about is a different phenomenon where people just say, you know, uh, I'll just get a business degree because I'll work in business. Let's like, and he challenged us to think about it in a different way. Like I I really like that quote, like don't pick your major to match an unknowable career. You still don't know your career. So in the meantime, don't try to match it to something that you can't possibly know yet. Instead, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. his advice was, and, and not everyone will agree with this, and that's fine. I just think it's very interesting sure. um, to just study exactly what he told you guys. Study something that you enjoy so that you will get everything you can out of it. And again, this doesn't apply to people. Like if you want to be a dentist and you know you're going to be a dentist, okay, go do that. You want to be a mechanical engineer. Okay, well then studying philosophy and p- politics and you know the arts, like that's not going to help you. But for everyone else, for everyone else, I mean, it will help you, just not with becoming I know what you mean, I know what you mean. Um, For everyone else, and maybe this is where I can kind of bring up why he thinks people should study politics, right? Um, Because when you get the most out of these studies, and he once asserted to us that everyone, everybody should be a political science major. Mm. And he's like, why why in the world would I think that? Because I'm biased because I teach political science. Um, I don't. And I don't mean to like you know take his whole gig here and plagiarize him, but no, I, I want to. Um, I want to hear this. I just think it's interesting. And I think other people should hear it too. Um, people who aren't in that kind of class. Yeah. Uh, he said everyone should study political science because of the way, because of the things it teaches you. Not specifically about like, not to go work in politics or become a governor. Like that's yeah. not the point here. Why do you think yeah. we're like the percentage of people who study a political science class and then go on to be a local senator? Like it's not high. Right. Um, but in the meantime, the people that study it and get something out of it, what they're getting out of is, think about what happens when you study politics. It's telling you how to live your life. That's the liberal arts perspective right. on it. It's telling you how to live a, a better or a good or the best life. Uh-huh. And so if you devote your time to studying that, then think about what you can do when you finally get that career that you don't know yet. So I love that. I love that. 
And it, what it made me think about, though, is why I still would encourage you to major in philosophy because it does the same. It, it basically, you are, when you're studying philosophy, you're studying politics. Yeah. In my opinion, I mean, because I think we're, it, in, at least in our society, political we are political whatever, yeah. animals, as Aristotle would say. Yeah, yeah, so literally, like, yeah. If you're teasing out ideas and you're thinking about, um, I don't know, uh, hierarchies in your society or competition or sure. ideas that you're, I uh, think are important. Dude, and these or, are all important things to a career, to any career. Oh, yeah. Organizational to totally dynamics. Back to to any degree. Yeah. Like, that is so valuable. If you can get a oh, yeah. read on any time, any kind of team chemistry, any kind of uh, structural, um, you know, yeah, organization and dynamics, like, that is so valuable because you'll be ahead of the game in some way that if you just get a, again, I'm not bashing getting a business degree. It's the most fungible and transferable thing you can get and it'll get you places. I'm not trashing it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm getting a business degree as well. So And great, dude. Yeah. Do that because it's very useful. Of but course. the people who just kind of resign themselves to doing that and then just think I'll work in business, that is a flawed approach. According to um, what we had been talking about right there. So what about this? So now I'm trying to think about these, kind of get into the mind of this student that may do that. Sure. And I'm thinking maybe they're doing it because they're in a similar situation to you. I mean, it seems like you've been possibly surrounded by a, a, a handful of these people. And Assumption has, what, 40% athletes? Maybe there's a lot of athletes who they're prioritizing their sport because they have to, because it's so time-consuming and, and bodily taxing that yeah. they have to focus on it yeah, yeah. to a degree that they have a hard time, which understandably so, a hard time focusing on a, on like choosing the like a major or like finding someone like Dobsky and like, like having time to really listen to what he has to say. They sure, might man. not even sure. run into that scenario. So oh, then, yeah, absolutely. They, they might like get put in the box of that major that you're you're kind of describing. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's not really their fault. No, no, it it's which not, you didn't suggest. Which no, you didn't suggest. there's I'm no just, blame like, involved that. here. I just of think course, it's an interesting thought exercise. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I guess a little bit of advice would be like. All right, and then I, I do have a couple other things um, that I had written down that is kind of, you know, just general things. Um, yeah, sure. And this gets into the fact that I, I think on balance, um, and this is going to sound like a jerk thing to say, but it's not intended to be. Awesome. People don't like, people don't care about their classes. People mm-hmm. pick classes and then just go to them and complain about them, wait for them to be over, and then leave. A lot of people. I'm not saying most people. I'm not saying most. I'm not even putting a number on. Well, it. let's tease this out. Let's make I'm this just a better thesis. A lot of like, people. Like, sure. There's a, there's a. Most students. Don't or, I mean, they don't because I I think, every student likes a class or two classes. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I think you know then there's always like those two or three that they're just like, dude, I'm not trying to. Oh, and I have that. I'm not a big. I'm not the biggest okay, fan of my okay. theology class, for example. You know, no offense to anybody, it's just not my favorite. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll I'll find myself looking at the clock and you know right. maybe waiting to move on to something else. But I'm saying I just I hear a lot of stories of you know just people complaining about class, and I think when you run into that situation where you kind of are just confused academically, it, it might re- be a result of that mindset or approach. I mean, I think if you just reorganize your priorities a little bit, not a ton, you know, I'm not saying like only care about school and just ponder the universe and sit in your room and yeah, read yeah, philosophy yeah. books. I'm not telling anyone to do that. Um, even though I find myself doing that once in a while. Um, <laughs> That's like, well, we'll just maybe to, to go off that yeah, yeah, point, it's like, I don't know, you don't need to change your whole life in a day, but at a day you can start changing your priority list slowly. So if you think that you realize that you had like video games and um, 
hanging out with your friends prioritized above your homework, then maybe you should like move one down. Yeah, like, man. Small have, changes. Yeah, so like you know, and that's, small it's a small change thing. Yeah, and it, it it doesn't even again. This isn't like some self help podcast where it's like we teach you how to do your homework. I'm yeah. not trying to say that. I'm just saying like, you know, small changes go a long way. No, in, I think that's, I think in that's your a academic approach. In in a, in a certain example that I had written down and I kind of thought of the other day. Um, so, Assumption is a liberal arts college, right? Obviously, right. Um, I think most people know that and are aware of what that really means. Um, so in the meantime, you know, obviously a lot of people study nursing, um, the sciences at Assumption as well. Um, but a lot of kids, a lot of kids um, study liberal arts. And so something that I had noticed and kind of thought of is that j- just the idea behind all the books we have to read. Think about mm-hmm. all the books we have to read. All of the, these challenging, complicated classics. Ancient texts, one would call yeah, them. Yeah, ancient texts. Or old um, books. Yeah, just really, really old ass books, man. Yeah. I mean, like. That have a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to say, um, and they're and they're just really hard. They can be really hard to understand. And oh, impossibly hard. I hear a lot of people just bitching about like reading them. And oh, listen, I understand. Like yeah, it's yeah. really difficult. But um, the worst thing yeah. that people can do is just I think okay. just totally discount all of that and just be like, oh, I'm not reading that, or mm-hmm. like whatever, like this sucks, or whatever else. Because I mean. I just think I just realized something the other day, and it's such an obvious dumb fact. But when you like really say it out loud, you know it might kind of make you think about it differently. Um, the reason why professors assign these different texts is because they're good. Yep. They're inherently good. I'm not saying all of them are. You know, you might read something and disagree with it or think it's stupid. <clears throat> but the reason why these professors are assigning these kind of texts is because they'll give you something. They are yeah. dense and okay. packed full of, you know, whatever the subject is. Um, whoever wrote it, whatever the book's about, but they're good. They are good books. Like, just because you don't understand it, like, the the reading comprehension is very difficult, but just because, you know, you might not be on the same on the book's same level, and that's fine. I find myself in that situation yeah. plenty of times. Um, doesn't It doesn't mean you should discount the book itself or the reading itself. And I just kind of maybe use that as an example for the broader point of, like, mm-hmm. approaching class. So, right, so good points. You talk, you talk about the... Um, the old books, which are really important, which is actually the orientation education for the incoming freshman was all about old books. That's all it was about. That's actually good then, yeah. It was good, but we'll talk I, about I mean, why I didn't it didn't, see it it didn't it, really yeah. resonate, and we'll talk about that later. But, okay. Um, I think that professors need... So here's the thing, because you're talking about the students might not want to read the book, which I think, yeah, I think in most cases, um, I think a lot of people don't do reading, and then... If they don't, it's not necessarily just because like they don't like the professor. It's because they don't want to read the the really confusing text. Yeah. But at the same time, I do that. It I mean, is. I think the professor at the same time could be trans more transparent. Some professors, um, I don't think I need this personally, but for maybe a stu- like a student you were talking about, sure. And maybe and sometimes I do actually. What am I saying? Like, the professor should come out and say this is impossible reading, because it is. If you're reading Aristotle's Politics and you don't understand it. Okay. That's fine. You shouldn't. He's like writing in rhetoric to like say something and then make it and then disagree with it like after. Or talk so, about Aquinas. Remember he posed the three oh, different yeah. arguments well, against thought, each other yeah. all in the same paragraph. I thought Aquinas was actually like straightforward with it. Where yeah. Aristotle like hides it. Maybe agree to disagree. Is, I mean, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's the beauty of I, it. So I've read Treatise on Law now twice. So I feel yeah. way more comfortable with that's it. That's good, man. That's good. Um, which is it's well, because I took the two different courses that read it. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think professors could be sometimes 
like they know it's hard. I think some like Professor Thorne would say this is a hard reading, and, and for sure. Um, but I, I think sometimes students get there and they think that maybe the person next to them either knows everything that happened or the professor even knows everything that happened in the reading. And the professor, that's a really good point. And another point I want to make is that if a professor is worth, you know, worth whatever they're worth, they will align their teaching of the text with the themes of the class. That's something I never even considered before. Right, so the themes of the it. class have a bigger impact on the student than the reading itself. I've read um, the play, the ancient Greek drama, Antigone, two times now. Yep, I read fine. it in God and the Philosophers with Professor Stoner, and that class focused on... Um, Dude, I'm a big fan of that class. That was, that was that a good was class. class. I thought it was really uh, People, people really hate impressive. that class, yo. People hated on it. People I liked hate it. that class. I thought it was very significant. I actually like it more than like my philosophy class this semester, which is cool. Fair enough, man. Uh, but... That class really examined the intersection between religion and our study of philosophy. Okay, great. So the way that he taught Antigone was to examine it through the lens of religion and faith and you know devotion to the gods or, or whatever it is. Not to get hyper-specific. Well, that's what we did, yeah, philosophically with the gods. Yeah. And then on the other side, um, we read it, I read it with Professor Dobsky recently. Yeah. Um, and with that class, it focused on how Antigone, re like the events of Antigone, um, display the advent of political philosophy itself and the essential questions behind it. Those are two extremely different messages. Yeah. From the same book. We, we I think, because that, yeah, yeah. You know, that's just we, an important no, no, thing to consider. Touched on, I remember touching on, like, the idea of, um, you know, political ideas from Antigone in Professor Stoner's class, the one that you were talking to in the in the uh, prior example. Yeah. Um, but you must have gone so much deeper into it in this class, especially it being a level up, I think. Uh, yeah, I think in, in think so. God and the Philosophers, we kind of, it's easier to examine the religious aspect on a more surface level reading of the play, because it will come out and tell you like how the religious factors, if, I don't know if you remember, like. No, I remember it well. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you do. Not like, uh, not a surface level, but you can just kind of read it, think about it and be like, yeah, okay, I can understand how that would happen. But I mean. Yeah, I'm questioning, no, it's okay. Um, I, yeah, I'm questioning that, but continue. And uh, yeah, on the other side, to get into how it, you know shows you the questions, these deep questions of political philosophy, you just got to think about it a lot harder. You need a lot more, um, you need to ask more questions. You need to read things three times. Dobsky has great advice about like, you know, I don't mean to just quote his class all night. It's just I've been thinking about a few ideas from his class. But um, No, we need these. I mean, like, is, you know. Well, this is what we're, ta we're talking about, school. We are talking it's about funny. school, yeah. yeah. I don't know how that just, that's fine. Yeah, um, but with those kind of texts, it's like, it sounds dumb, but read that shit like a love letter. Like, because yeah, you really yeah. need to get into it and, like... You ever gotten a love letter? Like, on paper? <sighs> like, a love letter? <laughs> I feel like you know, like, yes or no. I don't know if I've gotten a... I don't think so. Ooh. He said read it like a love letter? Yeah, I mean, just like... That's, no, but that's sick. I feel like that's cool. I just don't I mean, why. Uh, well, he said, like, for, you know, first, if you think, if you can imagine, like, you'd read it really quickly because you want to, like... Yeah. Just know what it says immediately. Then you'd go back and look at every single okay, word. Okay, yes. You know, yes. shit like that. And that's where yes. I was like, word. Gotcha. all right, well, that actually makes some sense. And I always knew, like, yeah, read it carefully, read it carefully. Stoner always said, read read things a couple times when I you mean, need to. Yeah, dude. No, I've um, gotten plenty of love letters. Ton. Oh, yeah, no, no, me too. Ton. Yeah. <laughs> Ton. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and no, I mean, that's that's pretty much all I had to say about the reading, but the reading aspect, yeah. but it just, it, it's such a, I don't know. It's almost like a. I, I view it as like a microcosm of how students tend to, maybe not tend to, but students sometimes treat classes as assumption. Um, mm -hmm. And especially, I see it now because we're back. So you know, kind of close the circle on that. Well, I see it because we're back. To 
Okay. I kind of forgot okay. about that when we were in Rome. But okay, and it's cool that that does fully relate back. But uh, to continue on the professor topic. Oh yeah, good. Um, and I'm bringing this up because I was talking to Tom Ross the other day, and he was talking about um, how professors at assumption are really professors at assumption are really good. Oh yeah. And I was thinking like that's so true. That's kind of our sell, but it's hard to sell that. Like you go to a high oh. school, you're like, we have good professors. Come and they're like, everyone has good. Pro-. It's just like, do you? You're, they don't you know. You have a high dude. acceptance rate. You, you don't have good professors. Like yeah. I could just go to this other school that's they harder to up, get into. They just look at the numbers. They think about the societal reputation of schools. That's such a flawed approach, dude. So we need to sell the professor thing, but we also that's so smart. It's it's like not. It's hard to. I don't think I don't know how to do that. How do how do you do that? I mean, you that's can. probably what the assumption faculty's been struggling with. The past, whatever I don't know, five, ten. I'm years, sure it's like, been. I'm sure it's been trying to get more students through. Yeah, we are, we're, we're a small at. school. I mean, yeah, it's just the realities. But the the thing is, like, maybe every school has good professors. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, all I can, all I know, empirically, like that I've, it's been tested and proved, and I know this is it is the fact that we have good professors, and we should focus on that, and more people should really appreciate that. What is the the um. Just the fact the value, that the highest value of assumption you're saying is that? Is I would argue, yeah. Listen, you want to bash our dining services. You want to bash the quality of the freshman dorms. Whatever. Go crazy. But, like, why are you yeah. really here? You really got to think about why we're here. Yeah. Not, not you. <laughs> like, no, no, no. People no, no, have no, to no, think no, about no, why no, we're no, here. Of course. No, I mean, and that could be a whole other, that could be an entire episode. It really could. Maybe just, the next Because like, I ask a bunch of people sometimes, like, yo, why did you come to assumption? And they're always like... Yeah. It's always like a weird circumstantial thing, or it's like a money thing, or it's. Or it's. I like, rarely hear like, oh, I had to get to this program, or like I had. People, I really want to go to the grand school of business. I rarely hear that, which is weird because a lot of students come. I'm starting to hear it now a little bit. Join, more. okay, good. A little bit more. Yeah, so maybe I got I gotta ask some more people. Maybe, but I no, do. that's that should be next week's topic. Good call. Yeah. Okay. Good we thought. Can, we'll, we'll we can put a pin off. in that. You know. Put a pin in it, baby. Um. Um. Yeah. yeah. But back to the professor thing. I mean, For sure. we um. I was talking to one of my friends earlier today, actually, um, and they recalled this story from theology. And, like, we know students don't really like theology, and especially as a first year. This was in her first year, I think, fall semester. Sure. So just coming to liberal arts university, I'm assuming she wasn't used to studying liberal arts, and I'm assuming she didn't have, like, a passion for liberal arts. I think that's fair to assume for me. I don't think we study liberal arts at all in high school. I mean, Not I Not like this? I, I know I didn't. Did, did you? I mean, like we studied. I studied. No, I took AP were, language courses and like yeah, high history courses, but that's not the same. Because bro, high school public education just separated church from church from state fully. Church from education, which like you know, fair enough. There's reasons they did it, but the, you say it separated thought from education. <laughs> low key. Well, because that's kind of what you <laughs> no, do when you take away like liberal liberal free thought. Um, for sure. For and sure. Of course, when I say liberal, I don't mean the American context of political ideas. I mean liberal arts and the education that you can get from these. Um, ancient arts. Right, and right, right, right. Basically, long story short, liberal like freedom. <laughs> well, Sorry. Yeah, well, no, I mean, literally. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Liberal like freedom. Um, and uh, the moral of the story is she, something that stuck with her is her theology professor saying, um, saying, guys, I want you to do the homework. It's like 30 minutes a day, a class. I want you to do it, but. Honestly, if you spend time having thoughtful discussions, intellectual discussions with your friends, like that makes me happy too. And I was, well, and, and what, what she remembered that from, yeah. and I'm like, that's, that's really fantastic. cool because that's, good that's an assumption professor who's just being, you know, 
treating the her, his or her students as adults and get, and giving them like fair. There's no, you know, authoritative like mean professor. There's just like that's the whole and that's a totally that's the whole there. reason why we're in this room sitting in front of these microphones right now. Yeah. Because even <laughs> yeah. dude, even before we were like actual friends. We would still talk about this stuff in class, mm-hmm. even like sidebars oh, outside oh, of class. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, but even in class we would too. Yeah, dude. But then, but then outside of class, like, like we weren't really friends, but we'd walk to like whatever. Yeah, and we'd dude. be like Kierkegaard's book. <laughs> yeah, something. something, something. You know, we would have something to say. Yeah, and yeah. We'd keep it going, and that's so valuable. Because we'd have nothing else to talk about, and we're like, yeah. let's talk about. Because me and you weren't like you just said. Yeah, we weren't friends. like actual friends yet, so yeah, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't really know. But um, yeah, no, that's actually like kind of funny. That's good advice because yeah, exactly. That's what led to this, yeah, podcast. So yeah, we didn't have cool. business of Italian tourism to talk about. I mean, we can talk about that. What's the? Here's the deepest philosophical question of all time, and it's you know, what's the difference between a tourist and a traveler? Yeah, and, um, and we still don't know. Yeah, because there is no difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. No, but yeah, Not that really. was my my uh, that, yes, th- that was my uh, another sidebar story. Like I don't know. Appreciate the professors, I guess, is the bottom line. Absolutely. Or the ones you like. Appreciate the ones you like. Don't force yourself to appreciate a professor who's giving you a hard time. I'm not saying oh, that. Oh, and if you have a hard time with professors class, like that, I'm not going to. But just I'm don't sure be don't be Kevin Durant and trade yourself out of every situation. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't just, yeah, don't be Kevin Durant. That's the moral of the story. If you can take anything from <laughs> this episode. I mean, be as good at basketball as Kevin Durant mm-hmm. is. Be as good as what you do as Kevin Durant is as what he right. does, if that sentence makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But don't be Kevin Durant. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I think that's where we we cut this. Yeah, I think don't, so. Don't be Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was a good episode, and um, I'm excited for the next one. I think we're just gonna build upon you know what we liked and what we didn't like from the the previous one. Absolutely, dude. Sounds good. All right, man. Episode two in the books. We'll do.